How's it going, y'all? We are girl drink drunk, and we're sorry. <laughs> we're, we're sorry. We're sorry we caused all that cancer. We didn't realize it was such a hideous disease. We're sorry we caused all that throat cancer and all that bowel cancer. We're just on a roll. We won't do it again. Mm. <laughs> <And> on that <laughs> note, this is the episode you didn't know you'd been waiting for. Yes, it's one we have been waiting we for for have a very long had time this in the works since the idea for this podcast began and guess what it's still going to be a disaster and we are still unprepared <laughs> completely this is the episode where you will get an explanation for why we are constantly yelling loretta loretta the flash Lawrence Flashburn story yes. incoming. And in anticipation of the new Kids in the Hall series That's coming right, out on Amazon. It's not out yet, but it's in the future, so it came out yesterday. Right. So we haven't seen it yet. No, we have not seen it yet. We <clears> have <throat> no comment, but you will be no. hearing us, I think, the day after it premieres, right? Is that right? Yeah, you'll yeah. be hearing it the day. It comes out the 13th. And so we are going to revisit the original series. Yes. But we have never tried to cover... Did we even say Kids in the Hall? Well, I mean, it's the name <laughs> of the fucking episode. Well, and that's there was true. a head crusher. That's true. Yeah, this isn't the cancer episode. No, <laughs> this is the cancer Sorry episode. Sorry if that was confusing. Sorry. We're talking about Kids in the Hall. <laughs> and we've never tried to do a whole TV series, a five-season yeah. series. We never tried to do any TV series. Well, we did MTV and Nickelodeon, right. but that's But we different. didn't try to cover, yeah, one show. Mm -mm. So We've been trying to. Yeah, we've been trying to do some notes for a long time and figure out how we're going to do this. So... We we'll are just, just going to see what fucking happens. Just bear with us because we don't have another option. So this so, is just what you're going to get because now it's too late. Kids in the Hall yes. was is a Canadian sketch comedy series that aired from 1989 to 1995. Mm -hmm. But they had been together since 1984. And apparently there used to be women in this group. Oh. And they their careers quickly went on the rise. Oh. And they got their own stuff. And it was left with the boys. So all the drag is by necessity. They did oh. not choose to not have women. Like Shakespeare. And I guess the, the drag is not supposed to be drag. It's their, their they're women that they women. knew in Canada. Like they're just playing women. And so it wasn't hmm. supposed to be playing over the Helens. top. And that's why, yeah. And that's why they did <laughs> very Kathy's. like regular lady Kathy drag. Mm -hmm. um, and so I watched this when I was like probably the year it premiered on HBO. I was maybe <clears> 10. Yeah. I was at my babysitter's house, the same babysitter where I used to try to watch the Spice Channel between oh, the green lines. Scam scra scambled, scambled. Them scambled lines. It's a cross between scrambled and scandalous. <laughs> and <laughs> the kids in the hall came on and there was enough in it, the chicken lady and the crushing oh. your head that like appealed to a 10 year old that the well, other stuff that went over my head just went over my head. dumb, dumb. Oh, yeah. It's dumb, dumb, but it's also oh, a lot more scandalous than very I remember. Very scandalous. And so there are some things There's that you may be saying, how are they going to cover that? 
we probably won't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see, see how we'll, we approach this there because we'll be mentions. So the way we decided to cover this is that we're going to go by like sketches and characters because we can't obviously go through five seasons of a show. No, like not show by show, not episode by episode. And so um, and I had seen so since we're not going to tell this, we're going to tell the Buddy Cole story later when we get to Buddy. But I have one other kids in the hall story, which is that Loretta and I Loretta went and saw Bruce McCullough do like readings from one of his books. This is maybe, I don't know, seven, eight years ago. At a little tiny theater in L.A. And Scott was there. And I want to say he opened for him. But he was also just like there in the audience. And I had brought my DVDs along of Kids in the Hall. Because I knew it was like a little tiny venue. And I was like maybe. But you know how I am. (laughs) And so we're sitting in the row getting ready for the show to start. It's still kind of empty. And Scott Thompson is 10 feet away. At the end of the row, talking to some obviously like friends, right? Where they're catching up, whatever. And Loretta's elbowing me. Are you gonna like, go? Ask him? You gonna go ask over him? there. Ask him? And I'm like, he's talking to his friend. <laughs> talking to his friends, Loretta. Elbowing me, and she's like, <laughs> "Come on!" He's like, "Right there." He's not doing anything. Like, "Come on!" Now's your chance. Now's your chance. And I'm like, and she can tell I'm not gonna do it. And she finally is like, "Give me the fucking movie." <laughs> and she takes it and she goes and she just stands behind Scott Thompson patiently and waits for him to stop talking. And as he turns, she. Hey, and she holds up the DVD and a pen because I brought a Sharpie and was like, can you sign this right. for my friend? So I have a signature from Scott Thompson. So then at the end of the show, but I did not speak. To right. Him. So then at the end of the show, Bruce comes out to do signings and she's like, bitch, come on. <laughs> she don't call me bitch, but well, I call you bitch and you call me bitch. So right. it's just like, you know, that's just it's the vernacular. <laughs> she's like, come on. Are you going to go? There's like people, you know, he's it's not like a weird thing. Like, right. He's like you're supposed things. to. And I, I, I can't do it. I know. And I've so always... she takes it and goes up and she goes, well, you'd at least take pictures of me meeting Bruce McCullough. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> and girl, I will post these photos. I will dig these out and find them. They are the blurriest that's photos. Like, that's like when we went to DragCon and met James St. James and I felt so bad because all the pictures I took of Liana were like all, oh, 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 I'm so nervous. I'm like, oh shit, it's James St. James. And like, mine are all good. Yeah. <laughs> She was all calm. Yeah. So I have pictures of Loretta meeting Bruce McCullough and they're all blurry because I was so (laughs) shaky. So, but I do have both Bruce and Scott signatures. So there you go. Hey, I'll post pictures of those two of my signed DVDs. Um, and in fact, you can find those on our Instagram at Doom Generation Pod because oh, yeah. I didn't do any business, but that's fine because I don't know how this is going to go. Right. So. We'll, we'll just see. And I also purchased today uh, Buddy Cole's favorite album and book. That's right. I just bought it because I found it for cheaps and it was the covers that I required. But we'll there talk about go. that later. So let's get into it. Kids in the Hall is composed of Dave Foley, Scott Thompson, Mark McKinney, Bruce McCullough, and Kevin McDonald. If I have to say other things you might know them from, this isn't the episode for you. Right? It's just If not. you don't know them from Kids in the Hall, right. then it's useless. I don't know how to explain fact, who they I are. In fact, I think like right now, this weekend, in this time, in our present times... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, Bruce McCullough is doing some stage shows in in New Canada. York. Oh, in New no, York, in yeah, New he's York also right doing now. some. I think soon mm-hmm. in Canada. Yeah, so he does but a that's, lot of. His by the time you hear this, readings. it'll be done. But yeah, it was good. So I have a weird, long, color coded list of things. Wow, that's which Tessa is just now seeing for the first time. Oh, 
This is, I was going to say concise, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> so I got more to say about some things and less to say about others. And they, right. it kind of started alphabetical and then it gets a little bit scrambled. It kind of started as all characters, but they tie some stuff in. Right. They, crossover characters yeah, there are and things. things so that reoccurring and whatever. But so the first mention I have is AT and Love Boss and Danny Husk. <laughs> mm-hmm. So AT and Love Boss was Dave Foley with the bald cap and the mustache right. and like the, a little bit of a fat suit. Yeah, maybe. he kind of had like a little panza. And then Scott Thompson in that luscious mustache. Right. And so the first one, and I don't know, it's these like a are cop stash. These, yes, it was a cop stash. These are not in any kind of order no. by episode or season Mm-mm. or whatever. These We're are just... the episodes I found in the orders I found them in. These are the episodes we found. We found these are the episodes we found. And I will make a YouTube playlist with as many of these as I can find on YouTube and put for them reference. in there for reference. So this one opens with Danny in the sauna. With mm-hmm. this is not eighteen love boss because this is Dave Foley just looking like Dave Foley right. in the sauna. So they're in the sauna side by side. Mm-hmm. And Dave looks at Danny and says, "Have you ever looked at my body?" Right. <laughs> no. Well, would you mind? Would you look? He's I'm like, looking okay. at my body. I'm 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 turning my head. I'm <laughs> looking at your body now. Oh, there pulls it is. The towel around his shoulders, and he How has long these if I had these titties. <laughs> How long have I had these? Are these new? Are these new? And Danny cannot stop staring. Oh, oh, oh my eyes are up here. Oh, the girl's in the office are right. Yeah. And <laughs> he goes over and he, Danny steams up the room. Yes. Yeah. And then he is clearly groping. Yes. He goes Dave Foley's titties behind the, the steam. He wants to grab a titty. He's, oh, my goodness. Gross. So that is the first Danny Husk I have. Right. Then I have the kidnapping. Mm hmm. Where Danny sees a headline in the newspaper that he himself has been kidnapped. He's right. I've been kidnapped. And he says to the paper boy, I better get back to the office right away. (laughs) And as he's running here, everyone's telling him, sorry to hear about your tragedy. (laughs) And it's like, oh, it's so absurd. I know. It's ridiculous, really. So they call and they want $3,000 or he's dead meat. Oh, $3,000. $3,000. Yeah, I know. Like, okay. I could probably pay that. And so he, um, his wife calls, he says he needs ransom. He gets off the phone, throws his wedding ring down. He goes to the boardroom to present and they all tell him they chipped in and came up with the ransom money (laughs) through prostitution. Yeah. Oh no, they're $2 short. Oh, the kidnappers are on the way. (gasps) So he gets the copy guy to scan, to copy a $2 bill, (laughs) goes to the train station, gives the kidnappers the money. It's a toonie. A toonie. That's right. (laughs) And and they're like, you better not be lying or Husk is dead. They're, it, right. It, it's so crazy. He's not, it's not even Husk. there. Trust a low life like you. Trust game. <laughs> he just fucking throws himself backwards. Trust game. And the kidnapper catches him. Oh, you're okay. You're okay. Right, right, right. And he sees that fake toonie and he pulls it out mm-hmm. and he bites it and chews it. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay. Yeah. And he smacks Danny on the ass and he walks away. Yeah. And Danny runs out and gets the paper. Danny like, free. I'm free. And then he flies over the right. city streets. Because why? Because why? And this is why 10-year-old me was yeah. in love with this show. Because it's stupid. And then the next Danny I have is his car won't start. Right. And he opens the hood and tells his wife to try it and closes the hood and try it now. Nothing. And what does he kick, kick the, the tire? tire try yeah. it now. Nothing. Wash right. the windows. Try nothing. it now. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Paints the, the trunk. trunk. Yes. Maybe we should just stay home, rent a movie, build a fire, just right. the two of us. Try right now. Try now. now. No use. <laughs> 
So he opens the hood. Oh, here's the problem. It's one of the Thompson brats. He pulls a small toddler out of the engine. And I love that it said one of the Thompson brats. Right. (laughs) And it's Scott Thompson. Of course. And then goes and puts him back through the little kitty door of Uh the house that's like a dog door. And it sounds like the child is eaten by a large dog. It's delicious. (coughs) Oh, no. Are you being eaten by a large dog? Blink twice. If you... Oh no! Oh no! I don't know how many times that was. It was more than twice. It's more than twice. You didn't. So now I just sent a message that you'll never know because I blinked three times. So what does that mean? I don't know. Do you need help? <laughs> then I have Danny doing the paper fortune teller at the boardroom table. <laughs> like he takes him aside. Like he's lost his business edge. You need to go on a weekend retreat. Oh. So he sends him to the warrior within. Right. And Kevin McDonald, all blonde, comes out. He gives them all animal names. Danny's yes. the walrus? No, I'm, tiger. Right. Mama, Papa, Dada, Dada. I'm an I animal. am animal. <laughs> animal. And Danny flashes back to his dad shooting pucks at him in the oh, net while well, he crying. cries. <laughs> like howls at the moon. And he chases the rabbit man. Right. And then I was like, fuck, I need to keep the subtitles on because was he a walrus or a wolf? I don't fucking remember. I don't know. He like conquers him. Yeah, he conquers the rabbit man. His phone rings. Right. And then he goes back to the office. Danny's howling. <laughs> it is like and that's what gets the guy from the beginning. Right, who wouldn't he do agrees. the business deal with him to right. agree. He's like, well, he's now, like, you're a wolf man. So I'm into it. So I know there's more. Danny Husks. There's so many. And I didn't even talk about AT and Love Boss. I said it, but he's the boss oh, yeah. in all of these stories. Right. But right he's right. not the key to all of the funny shit that happens. No. Uh what is it? Bellini? The Meat Bellini contest. Yes. That was a feature for I want to say more than a season that they did every once in a while there would be they would promote the contest. Right. And then there was an episode where it was the winner allegedly of this contest and they mm-hmm. showed them like hanging out. And so Bellini was the fat hairy man in the towel. Right, right. And he is in a band with Scott Thompson. Oh, what kind of band? Do you know? Not a good one. Oh, oh no. Oh, are we? No, we did. Oh, Remember? Didn't did? I play it for you? No. You blocked it out already. I might I did, have. Didn't I, Kim? I did. Oh, you it's played called it for- Mouth Congress. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was good back then. I apparently have Sorry, blocked Scott. this memory. If you hear this, we love you, but you could just give up on that part of it. Well, I don't even know. Stick to your day job. <laughs> so then I wrote Bobby Terrence and the devil, but like, so the devil's a recurring character, but right. and the I don't know what you can say about him. One. Yeah, devil's back in the mm-hmm. new one. And so Bobby Terrence was Bruce McCullough, who was like a shitty teenager who was terrible at playing the guitar. But right. for some reason, Satan decided he was like the world's greatest guitar player. Well, he, was he was gonna, gonna make him the world's greatest. Guitar well, he came player? to battle him, and then so, the Satan it's very was obviously D. yes. And Satan was obviously way better than Bobby at the guitar. But then well, Bobby yeah. commences the wah wah pedal, <laughs> and then commences the wah wah pedal, and then Satan's like blown out of the water. Wah! Yeah. Wah wah. And so I know there's a bunch of recurring sketches with Bobby and the devil, but like it's all the same theme. And I don't have a lot to say about it. We will have seen it again by the time this yeah. airs. You may have seen it already again. Right? Buddy Cole. Okay. Let's tell the story. Before we <laughs> get we into telling Buddy, the story. Well, the hold story. on. Hold on. I gotta have my drink. Oh, wait. Are we gonna we're gonna light one for this? We gotta do get our buddy Cole on. Because in the early days, he smells. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Well, now, hold on now. Hold on now. I will find all of these. So while she sets her notes up, 
we went to the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater yeah, in L.A., which that? is a little tiny. Mm, it came up in my fucking I know, thing. I got to look. Four or five years ago? Not I'd super say. long time ago. No. So the UCB Theater is a tiny. We didn't know this. We'd never been there. Mm-hmm. We got these tickets fairly cheap. It was like one of those things we saw on Facebook, like Buddy Cole is doing a. Right. Because I follow. It's like a working show. So it's him right. <clears throat> still figuring out his like stand up routine as mm-hmm. Buddy Cole. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's all it's a whole stage show as as Buddy. Buddy Cole. So he's doing his monologues. So we get so it's me, Tessa, Liana and Loretta. Mm-hmm. And we get tickets and we get there and it's this little bitty. It's kind of late. What, a hundred? No, more than a hundred. Maybe it was more a than a hundred. It wasn't very big. It was pretty small. It was like the size of the theater in my high school. Yeah. So we got there late. And we get in, and there's not like seating. There's not assigned seating. Mm-hmm. And so we get in, and we're looking around, it's and it's super full. Admission. And the only seats that we can see are on the stage. On the stage, not no they're shit. Folding chairs on, on the stage. like they look like they're part of his right. show. So like you don't know because we're looking like there. there's no seats. And the usher ushers us to the stage. Right, and we're Go like. Ahead. We're like, really? Surely they're going to move us. Right. From these the are stage. not reserved. Seats. And so we're on the side. So it's, and it's a little stage. It's, uh-huh. it's not, like she said, like high school theater, maybe. Right. Yeah. The size of the stage. It's pretty small. So we're in our little folding chairs waiting to get kicked out. On the first row of the, mistake. there's yeah. like two or three rows of and folding chairs. We're in the, chairs. the closest one because we're like, well, fuck it. If we're going to be this close, let's yeah, be we're this sitting close. in the front fucking seat. And lo and behold, here comes Buddy Cole. Nobody right. kicks us out. Nope. And I. I'm in Buddy Cold Drag. Oh no! Before that, before any oh, of that even happened, that the whole. So let's start with that. Loretta and I are both in Buddy Cold Drag, right? And I'll post a picture of my Buddy Cold Drag too. Right, right, right. And we're sitting on the stage, looking out into the audience, and you can see Bruce McCullough is there. Bruce McCullough is in the and audience, he's recording it, and we see is that. Is that Lawrence Fishburne? Fucking Cowboy Curtis out there in the is audience. Is he out there? Like, look at that's fucking Lawrence Fishburne. Like he's sitting like in the middle. Yeah, like right the, center of the theater, yeah. like whatever. And yeah, that's that's him. Like, get a picture. So Loretta from the stage pulls her phone out from the stage. You guys, I want you to really put yourself there. Put it, picture this. the stage picture in a small this. theater, the size of your high school theater. And Lawrence Fishburne Morpheus himself is in the theater is about where Kim's sitting right now. Twenty five to fifty feet away, max. She pulls out her camera, and we're, like, trying to be inconspicuous, right, so we're, we're like, like oh, not all staring. Cool. We're letting her do her thing, pretend like she's taking a picture of us. <laughs> we were so cool. We were so cool. And we and we realize, we look over, and girl got her flash on. Loretta! The flash! And you know what she says about this? She says, if I didn't have the flash on, you wouldn't have been able to see Lawrence Fishburne well, in the picture. <laughs> Well, and, he and that's looking, true. He's looking like he is looking dead at dead the at the camera, like red eye, like dagger flashed eyes. eye, dagger eyes, like bitch, you bitch. Did oh you really God. think you were gonna get away with turning the fucking the flash on from flash, the stage? Loretta. And now the tragedy is, I know this picture exists. She posted it on the it. internet. I was there, and. She it can't is, find it. So we're going to try the by the time this comes out to get it. But, but oh, my, oh God. my God. it was Yeah. Hilarious. Lawrence Fishburne was there and she flashed him from the stage. We flashed Lawrence we Fishburne. Flashed so that's why we Lawrence say Lawrence Flashburn. Flashburn and yes. that's why we say Loretta the Flash. Right. But that show was amazing. So front row, Buddy Cole comes out. Mm-hmm. I'm in my Buddy Cole drag. Loretta's yes. in her Buddy Cole drag. We're side by side. And one of the first things he says is these lesbians. Yeah, it's nice, les- to, see the nice to see the lesbians are out. Are out. For the show tonight, and 
he does this show and it's so good. Oh, it's so funny. It's Buddy Cole. It's brand new Buddy Cole monologues right. about it's, whatever was current events mm-hmm. at the time. So good. And he literally, you guys, he comes over to us and he's grabbing our knees. Mm-hmm. He is sweating on us. Yes. He is spitting on yes. us. Not intentionally, but he is in right. his Buddy Cole finest. And we are like the stage. In These the were fucking, the last oh my God. seats in the theater. Because we were late. Right. So the moral of that story is, I guess, don't always be so worried about being late, everyone. Sometimes, Sometimes getting stuck in L.A. traffic works out for you. And that is the Buddy Cole story. That is the Buddy Cole story. But I have here, like, the the first one being the love at first sight. I it's found an all impossible of these, idea. I found all of these sketches on the gay comedy sketches on YouTube. Oh, They nice. have, like, all of them. But, yeah, like... <laughs> I may have been born yesterday, but I but still, I went, still shopping. went shopping. And he <laughs> yes. said that. He yes. said that at the show. That's the line. And of course, a lot of buddy stories mm-hmm. are not appropriate in this day and age. I have it typed out several times, but I'm not going to say it. Which part? The F slur. Oh, no. I That wasn't even. a. Oh, yeah. He, he says that a lot. A lot. <laughs> So, yeah, we don't say the F word. Remember, we established that in episode one. We're we not going to do it. it. We did but it that one time. it's going to be hard for in this show. Well, because they say the F slur a lot. That, but there's that other one that Scott Thompson that's so good where he comes out of his house in the outfit. <sighs> F word. And the kid and rides by on the like bike. He comes in out more like straight the, and straight like, clothes. And then finally the it's like leather hair daddy. pants yes. and like curly show, you know, toed shoes. And then it's like, oh, and then he comes out in like chinos and a boat shoes and. F word, yeah, and then like comes out like a leather daddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. They they always know. But yes, back to Buddy Cole, and he talks about living in Baghdad on the day in question. <laughs> it was a sexy, sunny, sunny Iraqi, Iraqi day. day. <laughs> I was at the Danish consulate wearing, wearing nothing but a diplomat Yes, and uh, so uh, it was a crazy, crazy time. <laughs> I was the top model for Egyptian jeans, face on every billboard all over the Middle East. And, and still, still the fighting, fighting continued. <laughs> oh, and so Serge the oh, man. Oh, God. I, if I ever take a lover. His name has to be Serge. Oh, their name's got to be Serge. <laughs> Girl, I don't care what your name is. I don't care is. what your name is. I'm calling you Serge. It's Serge. My lover. He came striding to the pool area and shot me a raw look of passion that the heroes, heroes have, have been, been shooting, shooting at heroes at for thousands of years. Yes. Oh, Oh, God. So he tells this elaborate story about yes. his time in Baghdad. <laughs> I buried my face in a copy of Kufa Khan, but it was upside down, for, so I feigned dyslexia. <laughs> oh, and then Serge jumped into the pool, fully clothed, and in one clean, swift moment, he was there. <laughs> and with the spontaneity of a champagne and a slipper, I said, I need a lover. <laughs> they were together for six months, which in heterosexual terms is three reincarnations with the same mate. <laughs> But Serge is dead to me now. They all are. He walked right out of my life and smack into the front of a bus. (laughs) All my lovers have been killed by buses. (laughs) I must get a place in the country. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then I have the lesbian softball team. Oh, yeah. That's my other favorite one is the sluggers. Yeah. So he he gets to coach (laughs) a lesbian softball team. Is this the one where he talks about like so much fuss over a couple little S's? Yeah. (laughs) And then but he he designs them this skirted open titty top uniform Uh with them nipples out. And then he ends up wearing it at the end. Well, they they, he calls them in like, buddy, you're not a woman. Labels. (laughs) 
That was a favorite. Um, right. When he quit smoking, he saved enough money to buy his own gay bar. Right. It's buddies. You're sitting in it. Can't stay in the closet now that I own a gay bar. Right. I'm as high profile as a city councilman. <laughs> yes. And he does this whole like old celebs dragged out by the press. So like right. celebrity references that you mm. might get and I don't like Richard Chamberlain. I don't know what's the Richard all Chamberlain the things, reference. Like all of, like I, it reminds me of um, uh, what, Drew Drogue. Oh, yeah. Whatever yeah. that does the Chloe. Shit. Yeah. But Chloe. it's the two queens on the phone. Yes. That's so good. Because <laughs> so I good. feel like he the, Buddy Cole does a thing about Anne Murray. Like Anne Murray said to. Uh, James Baldwin. Yeah, he's always true in old. France. Like, if, it, if you think that's hard, try being gay and Canadian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wants to know why is being outed a bad thing? My right. admiration for somebody goes increases tenfold right. when tenfold. I find out they're gay. Right. Except for he refuses to believe Liberace was gay. I just don't want him to be. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says him and Roy Cohen, which an- I don't know who that is. Right. It's like being told Satan's an F slur. <laughs> Maybe that's why God's such a homophobe and Satan's so sexy. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> and then he talks about comics that bash the F slur. Oh, he talks about Sam uh, Kinison. Like he must have. Uh, I'm not saying he's gay. I'm just saying he used to be a preacher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then he talks about like Andrew Dice Clay is phonier than Millie Vanilli. Like someone took your grandma who can't speak English, taught her to curse phonetically and put her on HBO and made her a star. It's not the dirty words. I have enormous respect for filth. Yes, we have enormous respect Mm -hmm. for filth. But it's the hate. We don't stand hate. No, Dice is not the new Lenny Bruce. He and Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Yes, he and Eddie Murphy are just pissed off. They give us such a (laughs) beep vibe. I'm not saying they're gay. I'm just saying they smell like rough, rough trade to me. And the saddest thing of all is I'd still have sex with both of them. You and me both, girl. Back then. Mm-hmm. Both Andrew would... Dice Clay and Eddie Murphy. If the I was this gap. age now, back then. Between I, the two? I don't know. The I mean, two I, three. I, the two three. <laughs> the absolute two three of it all. I never really considered. Eddie I Murphy's did enjoy teeth. watching uh, that Andrew Dice Clay thing where he was doing the dance from Saturday oh, yes. Night Fever. It was literally the it was the choreographer. You guys go follow Andrew Dice Clay on TikTok. I can fact check that with my mind because like, I remember it's it. pretty funny. It's <laughs> it's what you expect, but not, and it's good. It's not. Um. So then I had. Oh yeah, this is the one I had the um. Actor, singer, dancer, model, Canadian. <laughs> I can Canadian. make the word Canadian sound Sounds sexy. sexy. And um, on my resume, my agent replaced the word gay with blonde, Canadian <laughs> right. with outdoorsy. Right. So I replaced outdoorsy, outdoorsy with blousy, which makes me a blousy, <laughs> blousy blonde. blonde. Uh, yes. Um, Oh, and then there's a one on racism that I'm not going to repeat. No, that one was. It's a, a good rough. one, but it's, it's a little good, rough to say out it's loud. It's not going to translate. My favorite one, I think, is the Queen of England with the private the correspondence pen pals. of Buddy Cole yes. and Elizabeth Windsor, the kerfuffle, and they're both him. <laughs> Fifteen years of sharing secrets, laughter, and jewels. <laughs> She's like. Edward is the one who bothers her at this juncture. <laughs> My favorite Which is the yours? black and white Acme home delivery of your very own 
male slave. Do you remember this one? Yes. And Kevin McDonald is delivered in his assless chaps in an Acme box to the home. Mm -hmm. And um, he's got a toilet train him and he pisses in Buddy's face. Right. And he paddles his ass in the assless Mm -hmm. chaps. That was like a later one. Feeds him slave chow in a brucey bowl. Takes him for a walk in this magnificent fur. Mm-hmm. And the slave gets away because he's talking to a neighbor. But right. he has a built-in homing instinct and goes home. <laughs> and then they he finds out he could live up to 73 years. And he goes, what? what? I was told they live six months like sea monkeys. This is going right back to the store. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite buddy, buddy Cole. Uh, so those are all the buddy Coles I have. Uh, I had a bunch of them. But like I said, the... We Queen could Elizabeth do, but Taylor, almost but a whole episode on just could, Buddy Cole. Just that on its own. The Wood Nymph is a good one. That one's like a real short one. Which one was that? Where he's like, I love nature, especially the animal kingdom. Oh, look, a Wood Nymph. Oh, that's not something you see every day. Well, I do. And it's like, oh, God, who is it? Mark McKinney's out there. In oh, like a that's little, right. And it's like little. Yes, that's like right. Out in the trees. I and then I thought one. for a second, I thought I would. I went and looked this up. So this did not end well. I thought for a second that the Queen Elizabeth that Scott Thompson did, did the cum tree thing. But it's not. It's not Scott Thompson doing the cum tree, the linden tree with Queen Elizabeth. Something else. That's from Mitchell and Webb. Yeah, I know. It's not this. But so I was like, oh, wait, was that that? So I went to search it. And instead of typing, okay, (laughs) so instead of typing it incorrectly, oh no, how could it be? What I typed in was, oh no, (laughs) Queen Elizabeth, (laughs) come trays. And then when I realized that trays wasn't the word, instead of backspacing all the way, I just, I misspelled again. Yes. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth, come yes. Queen Elizabeth, come trays. Yes. yes. And what were your results? Thankfully, nothing weird came up. It was like, did you mean oh. Queen Elizabeth's Diamond Jubilee? Yeah, like, that's what I meant. No. So eventually I got there. Once I saw what I had searched, I'm like, oh my God. Wow. Now that's in my search history. If I ever search Queen Elizabeth again, it's going to like autofill. Oh, Queen Lord. Elizabeth, come trays, yes. Oh, Oy. But I eventually found it and found out that it was not this. No. No. That's not that Mitchell and Webb web look. And yeah. if you haven't seen the come tree sketch, it's a good one. You used to have a come tree out in front of your house. Oh, God. You guys know what we're talking about. For some people, when you the, think it's a plant or a bush. Some people, it's a tree. It's a, tree. It's a linden, it's a linden tree. tree. But like. Uh, we used to just call them cum plants. It like, smells like semen. Mm-hmm. On, the, on a springtime, summer, a balmy, yeah. mm-hmm. a balmy, a balmy night. night. Smell like you just walked into an all-male orgy. <laughs> it smells like the back room at Lay Sex Shop. Oh, don't go in that room. I've been in that room. Don't do that. I'm sure it's different Sticky now. Sticky floors. Yes. It, it Speaking did. of nasty, dirty men, <laughs> Cabbage Head. So, Cabbage Head. Yes. So he is a wannabe womanizer who uses his quote unquote disability of having a cabbage for a head to try to get some sympathy fucks. Of course. So, yeah. So his whole thing is 
he's I've a got a cabbage yeah, for a head. He's a misogynist. Yes. He's a dick. So he takes a lady on a date in this one. Mm-hmm. And of, right away is pointing out right. the cabbage head. And yeah. she's like trying to just have a nice time. It's He's been touchy about these things since, <laughs> since, since birth. birth. And so he orders her a bowl of gin. No ice. <laughs> I don't have time to wait for it to melt. <laughs> and I'll have a rum and rye garnished with a couple Tums. Ooh. And he immediately starts telling her he loves her. Right. He's having such strong feelings. He's and having trouble with his gut. She, He's only known her for an hour. Yeah. And then she wants to know, like, know about him. He's like, what's with the third degree? Right. I'm sorry. My emotions are making me testy. Yeah. I just don't want to be alone tonight, though. I thought you were different. <laughs> I am. Look at my head. Or no, she says, I thought you were different. Right. I am. Like, I look am. at my look head. Look at my ah, head. <laughs> noise. Yeah. She's tired of talking about his head. Right. And he's like, I paid for your bus fare. You owe me. You owe me. And yeah, she throws the drink on him and she leaves. So then he asks the waitress out. Right. She has a rule about dating creeps. Right. She also no. throws. No. <laughs> That's the rule. And she, she also, also throws, throws the drink. The drink. Yeah. Like, can, can I, I get, get a, a towel? A lettuce spinner. Uh, then so I only have a couple more for him. Woman coming home after a date with him. Are you yeah. gonna sleep with me or what? No. no. It's because I have a cabbage for a head, isn't it? No. I hardly noticed. Yeah. I had a bad childhood. The other kids wouldn't let me join in their game. My dad is a farmer. He tried to harvest my head. So how about it? The mummy and the daddy dance, oh, he says to her. Yes, well, that's gross. And she's like, if I sleep with you, it'll only be out of pity. Hey, I'm the king of the mercy oh, fuck. Oh, at least let me come in and get some water. I'm going to water my head. Yeah, or else I'll go bald. Mama, 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 mama. Mama. Yeah. yeah. And then my favorite. Cabbage head he must, must die. Die. So the activist, there was that was a recurring sketch that right. The reason I didn't have any notes is because that is not one that you can find by just searching kids in the hall. The activists, right? There's nothing comes mm-hmm. up when you do that. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, there was a recurring sketch of like got these group of people trying to save animals from labs. Save and all this stuff. things. So they're meeting. Someone knocks. Third activist arrives, and Shona, which is Bruce McCullough, who right. she's supposed to be like a Shona. feminazi, right. as how they, you know, which yeah. is not a thing. Okay, it may well, be a thing, a but that's not what she was. She was well just, back then. That's what right. That's you know, what you called girls who liked girls and wanted to fight for the rights of fight anything. For was the a feminazi right of she my was a pussy. That's right. Um, so. <laughs> She decides that their duty is that Cabbage Head must die, which I get because he's a I, womanizer, because well, he's yeah. a misogynist and I mean, a pig. I mean, I get, like, he always embarrasses himself. It's not like he's getting anything out of this. I don't think he, like, he ever never ends laid. up on top. So, like, why kill him? Let and, him live and suffer. And this is the most disgusting thing I ever heard him say. So he's at the bar hitting on a woman, says... If she does him, he'll tell her his name. And then he says, to err is human, to spread for me divine. Oh. What? Oh. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> There's some vomit ASMR for you guys. What? Um, and so she asks, are you married? Yes, but not happily. My wife <laughs> is in a coma, and I think she might be a lesbian. Why what? is she a lesbian? Because she stopped shaving her legs. Okay. So the activist breaks in, and Shona shoots him right through his cabbage head, <laughs> which, like, coleslaw shoots all over the faces oh, of everyone no. behind him. It's hilarious. 
and she, and then they bail, but he is still alive, still being a pig. He's like imagining flying in space, being beckoned by God. Mm-hmm. He's alive on a talk show with his head all bandaged. Well, before up. that, God says, I made you in my own image. Oh, and no. reveals that he himself has, has a, a cabbage, cabbage head. head. Oh, no. So Cabbage Head wakes up, and then he's on a talk show, right. like a televangelist show. It's all bandaged up or whatever, and he tells the story about the Lord having a cabbage head. That's right. God has shown him that hitting on women every moment of every day was just an evil phase. And then he calls out his blessed assistants in their shiny bathing suits to come sit in his lap and show how they would sit in the lap of the Lord. That's gross. They have a sacred wet t-shirt contest or or baptism baptism to raise money for orphans. For those orphans. And before we get into my next favorite character. We gotta take a break. Gotta take a quick break. Gotta take a break. We're right back. We are back. We're back. And we <laughs> still have a lot to get through and wow. are going to be a little long on time. So we're I gonna, thought we weren't going to make it. We're going to try to do this relatively quickly. We are going to miss some of your favorite characters. I'm sure fucking yell at us. Yeah, call our, get at us. Call, call our, our phone number. Line, we got a dude. phone number. It's on our Instagram. Wait, did you say that earlier? No, I don't think we I have ever a phone did number? say that we got a phone number, but we have a phone number. You can call us <laughs> at 702-720-DOOM. Doom! Fucking complain. Anyway. Yeah, fucking complain. Dave Foley yes. comes down the hall and rings a doorbell mm-hmm. for a date. And the yeah. neighbors are coming out of their apartment at the same time. And the noise They're like, they make. Oh. And they run down the hall. Yeah. And the door opens and it is the a chicken, chicken lady. Come on in. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Want to eat dinner out here? I did last night. <laughs> and she yanks him inside the apartment. Like, so she's very aggressive. And throw like as she yanks him, she throws him mm-hmm. into the opposite wall. Right. Slams the door. There's all these dead posters. Uh, yes. That's, and then the chicken like, lady's very horny. Yeah. And he's like, well, what are you? God, you're not too bright. <laughs> I'm a chicken, chicken lady. lady. And I love life. Do you, Do you love, love life? life? Uh, I never took chicken lady literally. You're <laughs> not, not too, too bright. bright. Just the way I like them. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mom. And she points at these photos and it's the chicken is the mom. <laughs> right, and that's, that's my, my dad. dad. And it's a man blocking the, it's Mark McKinney blocking the lens. It's a chicken fucker. He left home the day I was born. They say he ain't never coming back. Papa was a rolling stone, eh? <laughs> and she's like, let's get a look at you. You're different. <laughs> The other guys are bigger. And I got tired of paying for it. That's <laughs> up. And he's like, I can't stay. Sure, sure you can. can. She puts him in a seat. He says he's a banker. Right. Can I get you a beer? Or you just want to drink out of the toilet? <laughs> uh, a beer. Okay. Suit yourself. So he tries to sneak out while she like ducks into the kitchen. Literally. <laughs> she's like, sign my yearbook. High school was hell for me. All the other kids tease me. So she comes out with her plate. Right. Gravel and grubs, gravel and grubs. I love to eat my gravel and grubs. <laughs> she perches on a chair and starts chomping down a worm. And he's like, Do you mortified. want an omelet? I got you an omelet. And he's like, oh, oh good, good. He's like, wait. Of course, they're fresh, straight out of my body <laughs> and onto your plate. Oh, and his face. He screams. He just screams and bails. Oh, it's Gotta get fresh. laid. Gotta get laid. 
<laughs> oh, great. 50 bucks. They call the stud line. She calls the stud line. Send Gunther up. Send Gunther. So that was the first. That might have been the first chicken lady it one. I be, think yeah. it might be. Right. So then my next favorite is the strip club. My favorite one. That's oh, yeah. Well, yeah, club, this yeah. is really my favorite one. So right. With goes the to the strip lady. club with the bearded lady uh-huh. who is Kevin McDonald. Eats the worm from the tequila. And after the first stripper leaves. Right. The other guy can't perform because he got injured. Because somebody won't stay off the stage. Yes, I can't imagine whom you'd be talking about. But here's a rooster oh, boy. Oh my god! And here comes Scott Thompson oh, in his living, cockle hat and feather tail. With like you could see, like he waxed. He was looking. He was fit. He yes. Yeah. Hello, the Nalgas. Yes, I could see like the I borders and the outline in of that dick. fucking g string. I could see like that sides of his balls when when he took off that you might have exploded the- too and he dropped his <laughs> oh, song on her oh, head. Oh, oh. she just fucking feathers everywhere <laughs> all the other ladies like freak out and leave right um and then oh my god <laughs> want to get a taxi yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. And then oh. she has a the one where they're driving her, where the bearded lady is driving her around to yes. the, find where she was born. Right. I was born in a stable. Uh, and she like imagines, she touches the kitchen table and right. flashes back to her birth, a man cracking an egg with a mallet. <laughs> what is it? It's supposed to be a chicken, but also a kid. A chicken kid. <laughs> chicken kid. <laughs> and then he looks at his son. What have you done? <laughs> How dare you? How and he runs out. He's oh also a chicken God. fucker. And then it turns out that, uh, yeah, that was not her house. She's been no. doing this at like every house in this fucking neighborhood. Right. Um, and then like, I'm not, we can't go through all of these. Like I no, said, I have so many notes on chicken lady. So many, but rooster boy is, I think it's my favorite. But the hobby horse. So the kid's riding a hobby horse outside the store and chicken lady approaches. Right. Hi, is he going to be long on the horse? <laughs> and he's like, I'm afraid my son hasn't finished his ride yet, but I got to get on. I got to do everything like I did the day before. <laughs> I washed myself in the toilet, deposited $3 in the bank, rode all day on the city bus, and then I came here, drank two bottles of tequila under the loading docks. I have to get on by 6.30. Why, Why? is it important? Because I'm masturbating. I'm masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> and the lady takes her kid... And goes and tries to leave, and she's like, "Oh, she needs a quarter. She of wants course, a quarter now. Right. You want me to give you a quarter so you can masturbate in front of my child? Yes. yes. <laughs> she's getting the authorities. Good. I need someone to watch. <laughs> and so a new lady comes in with her kid, and right. that kid wants to see the big chicken ride the horsey. Of course. So, so grandma gives her a quarter. <laughs> Are you gonna watch? Oh, great. Okay. She starts it up and just, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam! Fucking <laughs> feathers everywhere. Everyone leaves except grandma and this kid. And right. she says, well, that was the worst mall promotion I've ever seen. <laughs> and so the uh, the other lady brings the manager from Baskin Robbins. And when he grabs Chicken Lady's arm, <laughs> she puts it all over again. Bye, horsies. See you tomorrow. So, yeah, I must have done Chicken Lady impressions like all the damn time. I tell people I'm born in a stable all the time. <laughs> born in a stable. I was born in a stable. There are probably more good chicken ladies, but that's all we're going to do. There's all the good chicken ladies. I've got a brief mention for Daryl. Actually, my name is Daryl. So that was Mark McKinney as the douchey, arty guy with the with ponytail. The, ponytail. Um, the flying pig. Mm-hmm. Bruce and the flying pig. So every right. time people wait in line, he mm-hmm. comes by and enterti- entertains people Entertimes. at lineups. Wow, what a lineup. Oh, look, at look at me. Hey, hey, hey. hey. He, he, he. <laughs> I see the line is thinning out a bit. I guess my work is done. Bye. 
And then the last one for, or, and then it ends with Kevin's lining up for, or no, was it? I don't remember which one it was. One no, of them, Kevin they're in a line though. for free food and they're waiting for the flying pig to come entertain the crowd. Right. But they're like, oh no, this is a line for roast flying pig. Right. He was entertaining people and hit the wires and fried to death. Oh. Now he's entertaining, entertaining people in heaven. The line up in heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, then I've got Francesca Fiore and Bruno Ponce Jones. Bruno Ponce Jones. Gabon. Yes. So Francesca is Scott. Bruno is uh, Dave Foley. And they're. And so I wrote Italian, Spanish, Uruguayan. And I'll tell you why I was confused, because then in the the Darcy Pinnell show appearance, she talks. She first she calls her San Francisco fire. Right fresco floor show yeah and she says uruguay i'm from uruguay my mother's from norway my passport says brazil so oh so you're irish, irish? yeah <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i was confused right and so she shows a clip of the movie that she's in with her former lover and future pimp future bruno Ponce jones <laughs> who's like, playing russian roulette in the audience right and so the clip from the movie is Bruno comes to a door. <laughs> she opens the door, disrobes, and you see him counting something. Right. But you're not really clear. His eyes get wide. He's counting. Cut right. to him exiting the home, all disheveled. <laughs> her closing the door laughing. Yeah. And then she says to the host, oh, you could shoot, 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 bang, bang, but show seven genitals in kaput. kaput. So yeah, that's apparently in that movie seven she had seven genitals. genitals. So there's an and that's an ongoing right. That comes they do up. their dramatic. Little, A lot of these come up over and yeah, over, over and over. Like it's, uh, Gavin, yes, by the, Bruce McCullough, the little annoying neighborhood kid. And he goes around annoying the adults with his tall tales from elementary school. Yep, and oh, the one where the Mormons come to the door. Right, <laughs> they're sorry. Did you know that movie stars get their hair cut every day? <laughs> At my school, one kid, we used to think he shaved his head, but it turned out his dad was just strict. And they're like, we were wondering if we could come in and talk to you at great lengths about the Lord. Sure, come in. Yeah. And after my mom died, I got so many casseroles. <laughs> and the dad comes down all draped in a twister mat. Right. That? A human hangover. <laughs> I, eat in- I eat inedible things for money. I'll eat your Bible. <laughs> it will take days of snacking. Do you know if your mom dies and you tell the bus driver you can get on for free? <laughs> Perhaps if you just held the Bible, something would sink in. <laughs> like, Oh, no, that's what they tell him. So right. Perhaps if you just held the Bible, something would sink in. Like, like there's, there's no, no heaven. heaven? So yes, Gavin was just always annoying. Right. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker. The candlestick maker. He annoyed them all. And now, one of my faves. This is both a fave sketch, but also a fave set of characters. Of course. Gordon and Fran. Yes. So Gordon was Bruce McCullough, the husband. Right. Fran is Scott Thompson. And they were like an elder, not elderly, but they were supposed to be like a middle-aged couple. Yeah. Yeah. Open on Bruce McCullough, gulping water straight from the pitcher (laughs) next to bed. Out of the pitcher. Just gulping it down. Just coming right. down his chin. He's stopping to burp. Belching. More water. Wife wakes up. Gordon, what are you doing up, hon? It's after two in the morning. It's that salty, bloody ham. The ham we had at dinner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> was there another ham? You didn't like it? No, I didn't like the ham, dear. It was a little bit salty. Well, you certainly wolfed enough of it down. <laughs> I didn't wolf it down. A man works all day, expects a normal ham. A normal ham meal, not, not goddamn bastard, bastard brine. <laughs> well, I don't know what could have gone wrong. Something <laughs> did. Did you drop it in salt on the way right. home, perhaps? Was it a bargain ham? Help me out here, honey. Did you stuff the ham with salt? Oh, no, Gordon. You can't stuff a ham, silly. There's no hole to yeah. stuff. There's no hole to stuff. A pig. Now, a whole pig. But I don't know how to cook a pig. Barbara would know. I'll yeah, call her. I'll call her. 
put down that phone. No one asked you to cook a goddamn pig. Right. A man my age shouldn't be up all night looking at looking for Gatorade streams in the backyard. <laughs> Which I never caught the first time in no. rewatching it. I had to go. Did he just say Gatorade streams? And is he it sure Gatorade did? with the electrolytes? Isn't it a little bit salty? And they're so back then. It yeah. was just hydration. I know. It's a lie. And so, yes, he's, let's be fair to the ham, dear. It's a salty food. And he tells her, you come from a long line of horrible cooks. Right. He's going to get a big old pus boil right on his neck. Is that what you want? A boil shooting salt oh, pus at you? Christ, I work hard all day. I expect a normal, normal ham, ham meal, meal, not voodoo pork. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of, don't you? The mushroom pork incident. Oh, it was, it was a long time ago. I see a pattern. I'm banishing pork. <laughs> And she tells him, well, you seem to know so much about cooking. Why don't you do the cooking around here? Shut up. Shut up. It gets my goat. You wake me up in the middle of a lovely dream to harangue me about some stupid ham. Shut up. I am tired. I am salty. I require silence. But then he gives her a little pat. Pat on the toots. Oh, you old soldier. <laughs> like, that's what you say to your wife of like you 50 old years. You old soldier. soldier. Put her through it. And so he's like, you know what I did like? I like that that nice dessert. The, right. The Jello one, two, three. Yes. Remember Jello one, two, three. Be on your guards. It's next to the ham. You yeah. might have some salt transference. <laughs> so she calls Barbara when he leaves the room. It's Fran. Sorry to wake you, but you know how to cook a whole pig. Right. Oh, da 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 da. Yes, so the salty ham. You can find that. It'll be in our playlist for sure, but you can also just look up Kids in the Hall Salty Ham. Of course. Now. The head crush. I am crushing your head. Crush, crush, crush. It is so cruel. It is cruel to the child. I am crushing his head. Crush, crush, crush. That's what else you need to say. He encounters the face pincher at one point. Oh, his arch nemesis. Who says he invented this practice and he's trying to explain it. And he's like, no, no, you're on my turf. Yes, they have. They, they have, have the head crush face pinch battle. Oh no! He presses his hand. Oh god, we should take a picture of yes, us with the, one of us trying to press the other one's hands open. Oh, oh don't mess with a pro, buddy. Yes, <clears throat> Mister Heavyfoot was a fave of mine, which I don't even know it's, why, but I used to do. Did you just walk around feet? like Mister Heavyfoot? Fin. And I thought that was fucking hilarious when I was Fien. ten. Uh, it's a fact. It's a fact. The Queen of England doesn't know her ABCs anymore. <laughs> she had a lot of fucking facts. I didn't write them down. It's a fact. Um, Maud and Jocelyn, the uh, uh, I think on there it was just the whores or the something whores. they called it. Yeah, the whores. Uh, and they had the nicest pimp ever, Rudy, which was yeah. Kevin McDonald. And so mm -hmm. all of theirs are just kind of cute little short ones of like. Right, right. When the one where a shy man approaches and. Um, she uses a sock puppet yeah. to coax him into asking for sex. Right. And when she takes the puppet off. He runs away. That's what he wanted was the right. puppet. I want the pu Everybody loves puppets. Yes. Um, Sir Simon Milligan. Ah. Uh, evil. So they are in the pit of ultimate darkness, which oh. is just like bars, restaurants, wherever we'll have him. Right. I think at one point it looks like they have a TV show or something like yeah, a public access like show. A, yeah. And and there's a mention, there's a crossover because Simon goes on a date at one point with a woman who says my last boyfriend had a cabbage, a cabbage for a head. Right. Uh, Hecubus shows up and tells Simon, "I've got your rash cream." Evil. Evil. And I'm not going to say this next part because no, there are some things we're not going to say in there. Probably not good. And so basically, the girl is very racist. Very. 
Um, and so Hecubus throws the zombie dust of Haiti in her face and Simon commands her to embrace him and kiss him and she fucks off. Of course. Because it was just common talcum powder. It Speed thee to hell! No! And then he gets stuck and then he like literally goes to hell and gets like yeah. stuck in the floor. Ow. That was a weird one. Yes, that was. Um, there's the one where they swap jobs for right. the day. Instead of using the sleep of ages. On Hecubus Simon. injects him with sodium <laughs> pentothal. Makes him tr- say his true age. Evil. Evil. Ask him if he likes 16-year-old girls. No, I do not like 16-year-old girls. That would be wrong. Let me rephrase the question. Do you lust after 16-year-old girls? Yes. Oh, yes. Evil. Evil. Then I've got the Sizzler sisters. Yes. I'm Jerry Sizzler. Sizzler. So this is two insane people, Kevin and Dave, break out of the asylum and steal two wigs and two donkeys. Because, yeah. And they go to a nightclub and they demand a piano player. Yeah. And the guy tries to like to warn the crowd, like, you're going to have a great time describing this show to the police when it's over. (laughs) Go, go. And everyone's just looking at him. So they get on stage. They immediately throw the piano player. They request it off. Mm -hmm. I'm Jerry Sisla. And this is my sister, Jerry Sisla. <laughs> and they badly sing, tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak yes. tree. Pull up a man from the audience saying he's Roy Orbison. Hey, Roy Orbison, Orbison or- everybody. Orbis- I can't say Roy it. Orbison. 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 Orbison, I think. I wrote an N in there, but there's Gabon? not an N in there. Gabon. Then there's one where they try to rob a bank, but they are depositing money. Right. Um, and then my, I d- had not seen this till my rewatch, but there oh, is right. a like reunion of the Sizzler sisters where Dave Foley's sister gets on his meds and Kevin McDonald's sister comes knocking on the door wanting to know why they're not out doing the Sizzler sister act. And he's like sane and married now, but he's like basically rattles him so bad that he turns back into Jerry Sizzler and they take off into the night in their wigs and robes once again. I wonder if they'll make an appearance. They should. They should. Then we have pop star Tammy. Oh, yes. Which those gams on Bruce McCullough, though. I know. He had some nice legs. So Tammy was first introduced by Buddy Cole. Right. That found her at a McDonald's serving fries to the unappreciative. And I knew when she said, Mr. Cole, do you need a beverage? (laughs) Oh, and so um, she's the first song is that celebration, yeah, penetration, yeah, and dance, and, and dance. dance, and then it's all dance. just pouting and drinking milk, right? And then they do the press conference where Buddy Cole's the man behind the curtain. He's back there like the Wizard of Oz, right? And then they let her talk anyway, and she's like dumb. They're like, "What's your stance on abortion?" Never on the first date. <laughs> and he says. And then Buddy says it reminds him of the time he was having sex right. with Charles Manson. And Squeaky said, will you two sit down? You make a better door than a window, which I don't I, <laughs> I get don't the know. reference, but I don't know what it had to do with what was I happening to Tammy. No. And then, of course, um, the other Tammy sketch that was that stuck in my mind is she's in an executive's office. He gives right. her a card with his number. Did you get the roses? Why did you send me roses? As a token of my appreciation of you. Stop. <laughs> do I want love? Of course I do. But do you think I'm so dumb that I go out with you? And then she does her <laughs> lavender. Whatever. I ain't going to spread for no roses. I ain't going to spread for no roses. Uh-uh. 
Joan of Arc never did. Better dead than spread. We got Kathy with a C and Kathy with a K. Right. The secret trev. For AT and Love. Right. And there's a they're in a ton and they're all hilarious. Uh-huh. But I mean, you can sum it up with Tanya, the Temp, Slut. Temp, temp slut. That's all you need to know. Tanya. Tanya. We got Weston Esther Hazy. West- celebrity gossip. Esther Hazy. So there was Weston Can and Virgil. Can you hear what I'm doing with my yeah, mouth Yeah, we're going right to have to post now. some pictures of us doing this with our mouth, doing <laughs> yeah. the Weston Esther Hazy. Post Hazy-Z. some pictures of us making this fish face. Yes, it's great. And so it's Weston and Virgil is his best friend. So there's yeah. a lot of old celebrity references. Apparently, Tina Yothers. is <laughs> really 51 years old. <laughs> Oh, and the oh, he calls on the uh, the Garfield phone. Virgil calls oh, him on the that's Garfield right. phone, and he's like, "I'm watching my own copy of the Roblo videotape." <laughs> Whoa, excellent! Oh, the Roblo videotape. It's kind of boring. The girls are down to their panties, but Rob's just spending half an hour lighting the room and adjusting the camera. <laughs> and so he comes over to watch the Roblo movie. Um, Thirty Helens agree. Thirty Helens agree. And so I have just a list. Thirty Helens in a field say. Coleslaw deserves another chance. I do. Love hurts. He'll break your heart, honey. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. You can't pay too much for a good pair of shoes. <laughs> Tattoos aren't for everyone, but they do help you remember a guy. 29 Helens agree. Promptness, Promptness is, is important. important. One was late. If you want to remember something, write it down. Great minds think alike, but fools seldom differ. <laughs> and 30 Helens can't agree. Can't we just agree to disagree? <laughs> 30 Helens agree to disagree. There's a time and a place to show photos of your children. There were probably more. There was so many 30 Helens agree. Kim's our 31st Helen tonight. Yes. Do you agree? No. No! She's the 31st Helen who disagrees. does not agree. And you know what we know? These are the Daves I know, I know. These These are the Daves Daves I know. know. And I'm not going to go through all the specific Daves, but what you do need to know is some of them are Davids, but most (laughs) of us are Daves. They all have their own hands, but they come from from different different moms. moms. That's all you need to know. And my husband's name is Dave. That's a Dave I know. She got a Dave. I got me a Dave. She got a Dave. Girl drink drunk. Dave Foley gets a promotion to vice president and his boss wants to celebrate with a drink, but he doesn't drink. No. Never liked the taste. No. What about a chocolate choo-choo? Tastes like candy. Don't disappoint me. And so this is like it starts this where he goes (laughs) all over town getting crazier fruity drinks. It's kind of dark. Yeah. A montage of him running through the streets in search of girl drinks. Passed out at his desk with a drink umbrella in his hand. (laughs) Taking it out of the trash. He goes into the the um, storage closet with a blender and yes. all of his fixins and blends himself up a fucking margarita. Oh. Um, Asks for a squash strawberry alley cat. And his boss really makes it for him with a crazy straw and everything hey. to fire him. That right. He's missed a whole week's work. Yeah. Let's face it. It's you're a girl drink. drink drunk. Oh, we, we gotta, gotta let, let you go. go. I feel responsible, but I don't care. <laughs> And then it ends with him like having a kid buy him a slushie at a stand in a park and he's pouring liquor in it. Oh, it's kind of sad. We've got my pen. My pen. My pen. Have you seen my pen? Did I loan you my pen? Bruce McCullough can't find his pen. Right. And he remembers he loaned it to Kevin McDonald and he's outside with the pen in his pocket. (laughs) 
Well, first he asks, like, Scott Thompson's like, oh, you could borrow my pen and, like, hands him that nod on. Yeah, that it's nasty. Pen. I wouldn't want that pen either. Mm-mm. But yes, he goes out and finds Kevin McDonald. He thinks back. Yeah, and remembers where it went. And he fucking grabs onto this cab. Yes. And is like flying my like, pen. Oh, my is, pen. Is that all you wanted? Like, here it is. I'm sorry. I didn't even realize I took it. And it ends with this huge contraption he builds on his head to hold his pen right. so that no one can take it. Of course. This one is a little more. I didn't remember it until I saw it. So Kevin McDonald's sitting at the table and he's saying, Belle Biv DeVoe. <laughs> Bell Biv DeVoe, cornflakes, cornflakes, can eat cornflakes without a whole lot of milk. Yeah, a whole lot of milk. And then he pans over and there's a kid sitting at the table and he goes, your mother's cheating on me. <laughs> Bell Biv DeVoe, gotta Bell fix, fix the, the car. car. Can't fix the car without a whole lot of milk. And he takes the milk pitcher outside and pours it in the rose bushes. It was so weird, but like just the Bell Biv DeVoe. <laughs> Bell Biv and a whole lot of milk. Yeah. <laughs> Just crack me up. Uh, uh, I have a honorable mention for the Eradicator. The Eradicator, who is also back. I oh yeah, the Eradicator. And he only ever ha- didn't he only have one sketch, but it was like in the first series. Or I was he recurring? It was like the first episode, but I feel like he came up a couple of times. He must have. So he would he would challenge them to um, squash squash. Yeah, right. And he was not great at it, but he well, was he, intense. Yes, very intense. You will be beat by the Eradicator. And he had like a ski mask yes. on and shit. He slept in the squash. Well, that's why he had to, to like reveal his identity. Isn't it like what he lost and he was like, oh, do you want me to like, take no, off my mask? He's like, no, it's fine. You're like, trust me. Nobody wants to feel really sorry for the guy right. who's in there. Sarcastic guy. Oh, this has been a problem my whole life. And there, and Kevin McDonald's like, sorry, I didn't mean to bother you. No, and he's like, really? Why don't you want to talk to me? Nobody likes. And he really does yeah, have a just speech a impediment where, where he, he has to be sarcastic. sarcastic all the time. And my uh, very last honorable mention is a one I didn't remember. And I'm only bringing it up because uh, of the way it connects to our podcast, yes. which is Kevin McDonald meeting a friend. They're both women. It's him and Dave dresses women. They're meeting for lunch after not seeing for a long time. And he's immediately focused on Dave Foley's weight that like right. you've gained weight. You've gained weight. And Dave Foley's like, OK, I haven't seen you in six years. I don't remember. And he's like, how much do you think I weigh? I don't know. I don't want to guess. A hundred and eight. You don't weigh a hundred and eight. Bitch. A thin 11 year old girl weighs a hundred and eight. I know. I know. <laughs> I, my scale says I weigh a hundred and eight. Then that scale is broken. And like if you haven't listened to the Batman episode. Kim Basinger weighs about 108. And I don't know if this was a reference to that or if 108 is just the magic number that you use when you're fucking lying. Yeah, but you don't weigh 108 unless you're four foot eight. Only if she's five, three. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) And then we did also watch Brain Candy. I don't want to not mention it. We did. It It was kind of a weird... Because I looked up a bunch of stuff about it and there was a bunch of dark shit happening around mm-hmm. this movie about curing depression. Like, I guess they kind of knew that the show was ending and Kevin McDonald, I think, lost a parent oh. and Scott Thompson lost a brother to suicide and they 
had trouble getting Kevin McDonald out to like do his scenes because oh. he was too sad. It was sad. And the whole thing's about curing depression. And now Mark McKinney's clearly Lorne Michaels. Yes, right? he yeah. is. That's they did say they Yes, he's Lorne Michaels. Yeah, in case you guys didn't know, Lorne Michaels made Kids in the Hall. Yes, and Lorne Michaels. He must just love when people do impressions. Of I don't him, know. Doctor Evil is also him. I know. And he made both those movies. I know. He must not he hate made it. Made them. I think it was Mark McKinney that ended up on Saturday Night Live. For yeah, Mark McKinney period. had a short stint on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and so this movie, I mean, movie. Well, this this show, movie this and this movie, show, the show, Kids thing. in the Hall. We love. Right. I'm looking forward to seeing the new thing in the future and the past now. Yeah. And since we went long, we do have yearbook signings, but I think I'm going to save them for our next regular Let's episode. Save it. And I don't think, I don't even know if we'll do um, Invasion of the Pod people. You'll know. It'll be after the yeah, outro. Yeah, if, if it's, it's there, there, then it's, I mean, you know, maybe stay on there for a little bit afterwards and see if we do it. I don't know. Maybe we will. But, you know, can we leave without running oh no later doomer 